Welcome to the Breadcrumb Trails podcast. I'm Gina. I'm Amy. And I'm Carol. Before we continue this episode, I wanted to take a moment to plug our social media. You can find all of our social media links at linktree slash podcast. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash podcast. If you like the content we put out, you can also now support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash trailblazermedia. That's patreon.com slash trailblazermedia. Go check it out if you like the content we put out and consider supporting us. Let's go ahead and get you guys back to the second part of the episode with Carol's trip. Please enjoy. So do you think they reduced their number of flight attendants on a short flight like that or? Uh, it was technically a long haul. I think they actually did reduce the amount of flight attendants they had. Since I only saw two or maybe four. I think I saw four and normally there's like six of them. But I don't think the workload was too heavy. But again, I'm not a flight attendant. So I'm not experiencing what they're experiencing. And I'm terrible at reading people, so maybe I should have been the one to be like, you're stressed! (laughs) Oh yes, and one of the big things that I noticed in the Netherlands was how readily available hand sanitizer was, how everybody used it, and how willing they were to use it. They just, you know, it was like totally routine. Go into the store, get your hand sanitizer, go into the store with people here. It's just like, oh, cool, a hand sanitizer. Yeah, whatever, I'll just keep going. I'm not going to lie, I'm one of those people, but I have hand sanitizer in my purse. (laughs) (laughs) I use that over the store stuff. We actually buy a large large bottle of it here, and we fill it in those tiny meal containers. We strip the label off of them, so they're just down to their gray plastic. Pop the top off and fill it with hand sanitizer. Pop the top on, and I've got a little squirt container I can take with me. I just use the one at work. I take it with me because there's some sense that we have that I get a major headache from, so I have to be cautious oh, yeah. of what I'm using. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm one of those people that, oh, hand sanitizer, I have my own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, even going into shops, You know, they actually had one person at the door, you know, it's like, you go up and then they like, they hand you the basket that's freshly cleaned and then they pump some hand sanitizer into your hand. Or they actually pump hand sanitizer, here's your blood basket, please always carry a basket. I don't know why they required us to carry a basket during the pandemic. They said it was a COVID thing, but I really don't know what you can do with a basket. Like, it's not even two meters or a meter, so you can't use it as a measuring thing. The only thing I could think of is, like, if someone gets too close, is to bludgeon them. But I don't think that's either. This little leaf. Flop! Get out of here! It's mine! <laughs> I know, or just, like, go, like, Whatcha! Upwards doing uppercut, but I'm like, you know, Mark and I are standing here going, What's the point of the baskets? And he's like, I don't know. They're like, yeah, like, are we supposed to, like, if we, if somebody gets too close to, like, push them with the basket or, like, chalk them across the face? <laughs> Why do I see Carol, this little lady in the, a little old lady, Asian lady, in the store with a basket? Someone's going to grab the last whatever, and she fucking, whap, <laughs> right across. That's mine, you whippersnapper! <laughs> because that has happened, not exactly with a basket. 
and not with the last item in a grocery store. Um, it involved a hash brown, one last hash brown, and a pair of tongs. Oh god, Carol. <laughs> okay, I was at a buffet. By then, Doesn't I hadn't matter. eaten anything other than rice for a week. This was in China. And I saw a lady, she already had a big stack of hash browns in her, in, on her plate, and she reaches to get the last one. I'm here going, I need potato, and I need potato now. So I run up and like, dude, I think I outran, I would have outrun Usain Bolt at this point. I grab the tongs, and then I just smack her right on the hand, and then take the last hash brown. Okay, note to our fellow listeners, if you come between Carol and food, beware! <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much agreed on at this point, as we've discussed over the course of several different episodes. <laughs> yeah, don't get between Carol and food. Mm-mm, bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I did it once in Mexico and would not do it again. I don't even remember that! <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, don't come between me and food. Oh, and you know the Dutch home cooking. A, it saved on a lot of costs, and B, holy crap, it was delicious. I well, could that was go your for... that was your potential mother-in-law impressing. Just yep. saying. Yeah, I yep. didn't understand why because I'm like mother-in-law. Why would a mother-in-law want to impress me? Like, at the same time, apparently she really enjoys cooking. She enjoys cooking for people. My enthusiasm also helped as she feeds me something and I eat the entire plate. I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best thing ever. Yes! That's That's why she wants to impress you so that you can then try and replicate some of these foods that you really love from her. And maybe that'll start a conversation with you and her of sharing recipes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, next time you go, Carol, I'm hiding in your suitcase. (laughs) Me three! Actually, wait, no, Tom and I are coming with you. (laughs) Alright, sure. Just buy yourselves a plane ticket, because I- Because there's only a, like, a 50-pound limit on the bags, and otherwise it gets really expensive. How about I just pay for the extra luggage fee? There there you go. Yeah, but how much is under the plane? (laughs) How can I fix- fit six foot Gina into that. I mean, You'd that would involve cutting limbs small off. spaces into which I can fit. True, I but I feel like that. that would involve dislocating and breaking off limbs here at this point. You'd be surprised at the small spaces at the small spaces in which to, in which I can fit. True. But yeah, eventually, like, his mother planned every meal of the two weeks that both of us, almost every meal, and both of us were like, sitting here and here's mark going i kind of wanted a date night with just us two I'm like, me too honestly and then he's like well we can't have it on friday she's really excited to feed you rabbit i'm like great and it's like we can't have it on sunday because that's french friday and i'm like okay and then it's like that leaves saturday oh wait and then he's like we can't have it on i think it was like yeah thursday because we're going to kenny's and i'm like okay and it's like we can't have it on this day because we're going to Morelli's, okay? So eventually we found a day where we just told her, don't plan anything for us this day. We're going on date night, which so you, ended up being there, a Greek restaurant. Was there a lot of different, I was just going to ask, is there a lot of different um, restaurants other than, you know, home-based, authentic Netherlands cooking? Not really. Uh, there were a lot of terraces in the Freitoff. So there were a lot of terraces, which... It's set up like a French cafe, so you got your little cafe shop, and then outside is the patio, 
the all the chairs are facing one direction out outwards, and there is a table between like a pair of chairs. Yeah. In Canada, you know how the tables or the chairs are facing the table. In Europe, apparently, it's pretty common to have it facing outwards. And it was always well, they did have their foods like. There's some that served Italian. There's some that served Greek. But almost all of them served like your classic pub snacks. You know, your bitter ballin, your frikandel, um, bunch of other stuff that I didn't really notice on the menu and drinks, of course. Which, by the way, I highly recommend you guys try Casas, which is a blackcurrant soda. Oh. You actually drank? Uh, nope, it's a soda. I did actually had a have a have a shot of licorice liqueur. And you didn't react. Oh, I got mildly giddy from one shot. But that's about it. <laughs> Which is pretty good for an Asian. So, overall with this trip, Carol, mm -hmm. how do you feel about it? What are your, I guess, what are your takeaways from this trip? That, you know, traveling during a pandemic, you're not, you are not going to be the nuclear bomb that destroys the world just because you traveled. If it is safe to travel, by all means, just do it, but do it safely. Don't do it when you're sick, and also have the- make sure it's- you know what, screw that, just travel. Screw your employer. Man, that is terrible advice, but you know what, screw your employer, cause yeah, that was- that was another story. <laughs> All right, guys, you heard it here first. Screw your employer. That's the takeaway from this entire episode. <laughs> wow, that came out well. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. It's like, you know, balls to the walls. Just do whatever you want to do, but just do it safely. Follow the laws. Follow what they're asking you to do. Don't be like, don't be an American dick who goes, dude, my rights are being imposed. Like, come on, screw this coronavirus. Like, if they're asking you to wear a mask, put on a bloody mask. If they're asking you to put on hand sanitizer, put on the bloody hand sanitizer. Wow, but this is a whole new side of Carol I've never seen where she's turned, like, gangster and screw your employer! <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, at the same time, Carol is currently kind of pissed off at her employer, so I mean, that might be the factor of it. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. So, if Carol's mm -hmm. employer ever ends up listening to this for whatever reason, you need to start treating your employees better. Mm -hmm. We have stories. We have lots of stories that will not be told on this podcast. You are very lucky about that. Trust me. But let's see, what else? The write-off was cool. Um, Let's see. God, I was going to say something. I'll just ask a question. Hmm? Would you say that they, sh if you are traveling during a pandemic, you should kind of do your research on whether what to do and what not to do, or just go and experience mm -hmm. it? Yep. Yeah, just kind of do what, just not what to do. You know, sometimes you are accidentally going to break protocol. You are probably going to break the rules a little bit, since every country has their own rule. But the Dutch are known for their directness. So if you're too close to them, they will bluntly tell tell you at first in Dutch, and then once they realize you can't speak Dutch, they'll tell you in English. Keep your distance. You're way too close, and then they give you they give you a glare. But you know, don't take too much offense to it. Don't take it too terribly personally. You know, they're known for just getting right to the point. They're not like us Canadians who beat around the bush trying to be super nice and petting petting the situation. They just go 
here's the situation, boom, at that point just, you know, back up a little bit, say, you know, sorry, and, you know, get on with your day. I think at this point, it's time for final thoughts. We are getting to about that time. We have been recording for a fair bit. So, Carol, let's start with you. Final thoughts? You know, as I said, if you want to travel, go for it. Um, something also is, depending on your country's rules, especially during the pandemic, kind of know what you're getting back into. Research the quarantine laws. Um, coming back, I actually got grilled pretty hard on my quarantine plan. So they were like, do you have the means to get your groceries? Do you have the means to do this? What is your plan? And they wanted every detail of this plan. If something were to happen, what do you do? And, you know, it was a good 15 minutes of them basically grilling me on my quarantine plan. And who's who my roommate is, are you guys gonna run into each other? I'm like, dude, we never run into each other, even on the best of days. <laughs> like, even normally, we never run into each other. And it's like, are you sure? Like, do you guys have any common areas? I'm like, yeah, like the kitchen. And it's like, oh my god, you can't do that. Dude, I go in gloves, I go in masks, I sanitize everything, you know, it's fine. But apparently that one was like, ooh, you guys are gonna have to be super careful about that. They did call twice to check up on me. So the Alberta government called like uh, three days after arrival just to be like, hey, how you feeling? Which, you know, kind of good thing they did because at this point I was actually getting sick with something not COVID related. And a week after the Canadian government gave the automated recording of you have been in quarantine for one week you have another week to go thank you for doing your part and this week is just as important as the last week please continue doing your part thank you from the Canadian government of Canada that in, is awesome. in French yeah <laughs> yeah and you know you are probably if you're you know if you feel more comfortable waiting by all means wait but you know, people are gonna say that you're selfish for traveling. Yeah. Yes, you are selfish, but you know what? We all gotta be selfish at some point. Don't be a dick about being selfish. Amy. I think my final thoughts on this is it's actually kinda interesting to hear how the Netherlands are taking the precautions and everything, but not enforcing a mask wearing versus Canada, right? So it's interesting to hear the two different sides. Especially the travel. Yeah, I really want to travel, but I don't want to at the same time. Just because I'm immunocompromised. I have another person in my house immunocompromised. So I really want to be that selfish bitch and be like, I don't care. I'm fucking going. <laughs> but I'm scared. <laughs> if you're immune compromised, that's a different ball game Because, you know, if you get sick, it hits you hard. For me, not really a lot of medical conditions hitting me. Not a lot of medical conditions to hit anybody around me. Gina. I think my final thoughts, the the entire takeaway from this episode for me is just screw your employer. <laughs> is that be a sound bite? <laughs> no, we already and... have the opening for this. Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> just plain and simple, screw your employer. I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> oh, oh, the whole new side of Carol. <laughs> Oh, and fun thing about the Dutch is, we could splice this into a different part of the episode, was their recommended greeting instead of shaking hands, bump elbows. That's what they're trying to do here. I love it. Yeah, I it's actually it. fun. Going, 
poof! I mean, don't do it hard, cause that hurts, but still. You like, poof! <laughs> you go, poof! <laughs> it's just like, they're like, a lot of fucking... I feel like, I Harry, that in order to make it more... I feel Tom like we can here. make this a thing. We gotta make funny sounds when we do it. Just you, Carol. Yeah. I love, how, I love how Tom was just sitting there looking at you, staring at you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I know. I get the what so, the fuck quite a bit. With that being said, guys, uh, I think that brings this episode to an end. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, as fun as it's been sitting here listening to Carol reminisce about her trip, <laughs> and I'm totally jealous, and yeah, everything. Um, we have to be selfish, I think, Gina. If we want to be like Carol, we have to be selfish and say, screw yeah. our employer. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Once again, guys, don't forget that you can leave us voice recordings. We also have an email. You can go to linktree, that's l-a-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash breadcrumb trails podcast, if I'm not mistaken. We got all of our socials, all of our links there. Eventually, when I get up off my ass and get the website done, they'll all be on the website, and I will be able to link you guys to that. Um, but, you know, go check it out. Leave us a voicemail on Anchor if you want to be played on the podcast. Uh, leave us an email if you want your email read on the air. We'd love to hear from you guys. And for the Breadcrumb Trails podcast, I'm Gina. I'm Amy. And I'm Carol. We'll see you guys on the trail. Stay classy. <laughs> Screw your employer. <laughs> <laughs>